The Brute Strength Podcast. With Hobbs and Danks. What's going on, my friend? Let's do this. What's going on? Uh, show brought to you by, and a big announcement by one of our sponsors this week. Congratulations to Main Man Flavors for all you folks up north a little bit. You can go to the Millie Hannafids, Hannafids. and there is a stand right there for Main Man Flavors. The first Hannafids that uh, Main Man Flavors can be found in, but it is up in uh, Millinocket. And it's ra- it's cool. It's great. It's a great little stand. Also, Hanover doing a lot more local stuff, too, which is cool. But, um, yeah, so congratulations to them, Main Man Flavors, yeah, mainmanflavors.com. They have, like, a local product stand that they, they do. get a lot of Hannaford, so that's they probably do. where they are, up yeah. in the one in the Nocket. Yeah, don't, which is great. Don't knock it till you try it. I loved Millinocket, man. I loved I literally... I don't remember when I was a kid when I went to Baxter, but when I went to Baxter a few months ago, like literally all I wanted to do was open up like a brewery and just say fuck it to everybody. <laughs> Honestly, dude, the older I get, the more I understand why you say like you could totally like if you didn't have kids, you could totally just live off the grid. Yeah. I get it. Oh, yeah. You're getting there. I get it. I like it. Yeah, You're yeah. starting to get old and crusty enough. To- I am getting old and crusty. Yeah. I mean, but you're always going to fight your need to be in the city and sure. wear yeah. nice clothes and no, yeah, I'll always have, have that. expensive drinks yeah. and you know because like, you like that stuff. There's nothing I wrong do. with it. I'm no. just saying it's hard no, to it's live off the grid and do that. It's too. impossible. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I could do like two months off the grid. You could be like, I say you know I what? Could. You could be a good rich person though. You could like could fucking live person. in the city in the winter and shit, and then like pretend you're off the grid in the summer and like your super nice mountain home. Right, or I'd be like, oh, he's he's on his yacht. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah. Like, rich guy fucking off the grid. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I could. My palatial estate in Montana. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I always, like, if I was a celebrity, how would you live, right? And there's, like, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, I'd be down. I'd be in LA and oh, party. Biggest and fucking blah, 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 house. Right? Yeah. Literally now, like, if I was a celebrity Lambos. now, like, no one would know where I lived. Yeah. Or I'd be on, like, Sebago in my favorite little cove, right? Or yeah. whatever. I or, get, you know, bet so. you you'd have, if you were super rich like that, you would have, like, the, you know, low-key $8 million apartment in New York. No, I wouldn't, li- I wouldn't live in New York. You wouldn't? No, if I was super rich. Yeah. I'd probably have a place in New York, but I don't think well, I would. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so you're right. You'd have, like, It'd your, be in Brooklyn. You'd have your low-key $8 million apartment in New York yeah, somewhere. Right, you no, know. probably Manhattan, right? I say yeah, Brooklyn, but you it would be. It'd be Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah, Manhattan. it'd be Manhattan. Because you're rich enough to. Right, yeah. Why would you live in Brooklyn if you No, you're right. I would. Uh, and that's then, true because there's no other East Coast city I'd w- would right. want to spend any time. And in. then you'd have some dope Nothing place up them, here but. on the ocean, so you could go sailing and shit. And that would be like your, you know, that'd be like your low key lifestyle house. Well, and uh, in you'd the, have like a twelve million dollar fucking like house on the ocean. Yeah, actually, I'd probably lake. Well, if I'm a billionaire, I though, thought you were sailing, but yeah, because aren't you? I am, but I don't love, you have some big ass sailboat? I do. If you're, if you're that, but rich? here's the thing, though, Hav, okay. I would go lake in Maine, and then I would go sailboat yacht in like the British Virgin Islands or something. Oh, okay. So in the winter, in the winter yachting down in the so uh, like Caribbean. New York in the fall, yeah, and in the spring, maybe. and just whenever you know, yeah, like New York for like, the fun weekend or something right. like that. Yeah, I'll yeah. need a just crash pad like, in Morgantown. Yeah, just to check in, right? right. Just for game day. Checking, like, I'll just have a helicopter. Well, probably. yeah, I don't even know. You probably just, just get a helicopter. Jet, like, what's yeah. the nicest hotel in Morgantown? Can you just... Uh, sure. 
Yeah. No, there's a couple really nice ones. Is but... there one with like, you know, would they have like a dope suite or something? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you could just yeah. fucking get that That's true. you want, right? Or just stay in Pittsburgh. And you'd probably be the number one. <laughs> or fucking... just fly home. Right. And you'd be the number, you'd be like the number one West Virginia booster. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, so, believe me, I've had those so dreams. So you'd be all fucking set up. You have no idea you'd how have, much. You'd be staying at the governor's yeah, mansion. That's or true. I, yeah. I fucking daydream all the time about like, what would it be like being the number one booster at WVU, man? <laughs> just calling like, the shots. I call the shots. Like, see a coach. Like, what would it take to get Saban? I'd, like, fly down and get Saban. What's up, Saban? He's like, yeah. What do you want? He's like, I got, like, 20 guys just like you. That's true. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to have... I don't even know what you... You have you to be, like, Bezos or something. Right. You know, like, if you offered a billion dollars to one of these guys, they'd go, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd hope. Could yeah. you imagine? Yeah, I think Saban would <laughs> like, go for, no, a, for a bill. Yeah. Like, look, <laughs> we'll pay $100 million bucks a year over 10 years. How's that sound? 10-year, <laughs> $1 billion contract. <laughs> All right. This is a state, a I state still, job. I still wonder which person in sports gets the first 10-year billion-dollar deal, though. It, we're not that far away from it. If it's college coach or player? Yeah, if it's a college coach or is it a player. Yeah, is there is someone, a, val- someone in the NBA, although they don't sign long-term well, deals, but does that change? Like, yeah, if, that's true. If you go to the next LeBron when he's 23 and you say, look, I'm going to give you well, that's a the thing. These guys are all too billion old over yeah. 10, you know, can you lock up your superstar for 10 years? You know, hundred million bucks a year. You probably could. Yeah, you probably could. You know, like if you're the Knicks yeah. or the Lakers or something, yeah. and you get that guy, why wouldn't you? Ten years, Bill. Yeah, ten years, one billion. <laughs> like, w- wouldn't wouldn't have Cleveland or let's take it out of Cleveland, but let's say let's say LeBron was drafted by the Lakers. Yeah, or the Knicks or something. Yeah. Wouldn't they have been better off giving him a billion dollars at twenty three than losing him? And let them fucking sure you know, like the, yeah. the the net income to you. If I you mean, have, obviously if LeBron's now looking a at it, yes. Yeah, like, but but LeBron was projected to be this, of right? Course. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and he, he hit it in his case. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're the Knicks and you got LeBron for ten years over a billion dollars, that would still be worth it. Yeah. Like you would have made countless money, like billions off of that, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine imagine LeBron being a lifelong Nick. Well, you'd have to sign him at something lower just to get him in under the. Uh... Under that, but once you have like the bird rights, yeah, you could give him whatever the fuck you wanted. Honestly. Yeah, that's what I mean, you'd pay luxury tax, but who cares? You're winning. Well, as a draft pick, you're not gonna have to pay him that. But once he right. starts getting, to the oh, Super if you draft him, I thought you meant if he came over after. Oh, you're uh, talking. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, either way. Yeah, no, I get I mean, it. Either yeah, way, when it. LeBron was a free agent, the Knicks have been like, we give you ten years, a billion dollars. He right. would fucking sign, mm-hmm. and he would have LeBron for ten years, and that would have paid for itself. Would have been awesome. It would have been way better than yeah. what they've been, right? I mean, of it course. would have been a better. It would have been a better financial decision to do that than what they. That's than, why every team should have like the most billionaire billionaire owners who are willing to do that. That's yeah. why I wish there was like one guy who would do that. Like Shad Khan should have. Here's the issue. I guess the issue, especially with the NFL, is the hard cap. But that would have been awesome if 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 some dude just bought some random team and put a five hundred million dollar team, like whether it be the NBA or the or Major League Baseball. Sure. Like, like your boy Steve Cohen, right? No, well, supposedly. But right. He talked a lot of smack, and mm-hmm. now, like, yeah, we spend a lot of money, but not, we're not. I mean, I thought we we're going to spend two, three hundred million bucks. Like, if you're a bored billionaire, why don't you just buy the Baltimore Orioles and and just have it be your plate? Like, that's yeah. your that's your thing. Especially man. one of these guys that has you know m- many many billions. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, who cares? We're like, I don't care that I don't care that my team's making five hundred million dollars a year and I'm paying luxury tax. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, who cares? Right. Right. Yeah. I want to win. I want to have fun. What's well, the thing? If you like, have, I want my fans to fucking love me. Right. You have enough billions, then like a five hundred million dollar year investment <laughs> right. in your baseball team means absolutely nothing. Exactly. I mean, if you win, you're probably going to make money. So. Well, I was going to say, what are you making in return if you have a sellout crowd? If you are you're getting revenue sharing with the television package as well as yeah, as well as merchandise. Sure, and you turn your team into a juggernaut. We all right. know that pays. I mean, of course, you know, absolutely. So yeah, I agree with you. 
I, just, I wonder who the first athlete or sports figure will get the 10-year billion-dollar contract. You know, I'd say it's a coach, but, I mean, those are public jobs, so that, I mean, a lot of them are, and pr- who knows? Like, I, I don't know, man. That's a great question. Like, how close is, like, what, what's Saban make? 15 a year? I think that's about right, yeah. So he, they're nowhere close. Coaches are nowhere close. No, I mean, Bill, the, Belichick would think makes 20 or something. Yeah. You know. And we've always said it, like, you give you give Belichick a $100 million contract right now for whatever. Yeah, especially if it's yeah. shorter term because he's old. Like, right. You give him three years, $300 million bucks. Why yep. the fuck not? Right? Exactly. <laughs> Here you go. Annual revenue for the for the Orioles uh, is anywhere between 200 and $500 million. So, and that's with selling no tickets. Is that their total? Like that's not their income though. That's just no. It's just revenue. Yeah. So to, even with the, like player salaries, they never like they spend a hundred million at most, right? So yeah. they're they've got to be clearing a hundred million bucks there, and then other expenses. I don't know. I mean, what's the life? Oh, this is also a long time ago. What, what's the this light? is not this is not oh, okay even close to being what's right. what's the light bill at Camden Yards? <sighs> Man, that's a great question. <laughs> like, what is that? Is that Oh, here you go. Okay. Um, Baltimore is the team value is $1.43 billion. Sure, yeah. Price paid. Look, I mean, Peter Angels bought the team for $173 million. Well, that's the thing, and that's right? What, and that's that's where you make your money. These that's, owners yeah, cry poverty. They don't right. make money year to year. Who cares, man? Like, yeah. their fucking investment's gone from $100 million to $1.4 billion. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they, no, they're uh, player expenses, $43 million. That's Operating it. income, $23 million. Revenue one hundred fifteen million. So they 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 made money. Yeah, plenty. <laughs> yeah, they made plenty. He made plenty of money. Plenty. And that's a shit team. Yeah, they made like forty fifty million dollars. <laughs> they haven't won dick in right. a long time, man. So yeah, that's why these guys all suck. Yeah, that's why you don't build them stadiums either. Right, the worst thing ever. Yeah, fuck but, that yeah. shit. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. So what's his name? Once um once public money. Who? The dude who owns the Sabres and the Bills. A Paluga or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, with Pagula. Yeah. He's, he's worth like $8 billion. Julia Gulia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Gulia. What was that from? Fifty uh, uh, Wedding Wedding singer? singer. Yeah. yeah. Julia Gulia. <laughs> Glenn Gulia. Yeah. Yeah, so mainmanflavors.com. Yeah. Oh, and Nosh. And Nosh. I was just going to say we, just, we had to finish the first one first. That's right. <laughs> And Nosh, Matthew, and the gentleman over the Maddie, who, by the way, is killing it in our fantasy league. Well, he fucking is Derek Henry and Christian McCaffrey. I know. Although McCaffrey's been, been hurt. hurt. Yeah. Uh, so, again, uh, check out Nosh, Nosh Kitchen Bar. It's on the corner of Oak and Congress. Great food. Awesome, awesome, like upscale burgers and sandwiches. Uh, best fries in the world. World famous French fries, by the way. And uh, yeah, new. Uh, check it out. Do have updated hours. But to go, 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 go. Can't, can't suggest it enough. Recommend it. Awesome restaurant. It is. We love it. And man, yeah. he's an awesome guy. So. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah. So uh, there you go, man. So I started my day by putting my leg through the deck of my pool. Like I did one of those things where your leg literally goes through the. Oh, yeah. 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 Because it's so rotted out and I'm destroying it. And pretty sure three of my toes hit the back, like at the top of my foot. Oh, really? As my foot went in through the, <laughs> through the um the fucking the rotted out wood because the toe did not. yeah because it's like one of those old Gibraltar pools that were always in the main mall. People may get that reference where it's 
it was like a metal pool, and then it had a the metal deck like around it. Okay. It, it uh, so it was one of those. How hot was that in the summer? That metal deck. Um. Well, was it brutal or the original it? metal? It's I shouldn't say it's a metal like. Uh, Frame? Frame, yes. Oh, okay. And then they put wood, plywood down, oh. and then above the plywood is that, it's like that aqua paint, you know, where you put the paint down, it's like vinyl and yeah. you know, for, for rain, and so when we bought the house, it was in the middle of winter, the pool was covered. We had no idea what kind of condition it was, sure. and it was in great condition. <laughs> so, it was like the 20-year-old pool when we got it, so we knew it, it was dead, so I put down... I put down Trek decking on top of oh, it, okay. so it was safe. And it was perfectly fine. It was safe, so I'm taking all the decking off because the pool's dead. And today, I opened up a spot, and all of that paint was gone. It was just like a rotted piece of the wood. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't paying attention as I grabbed one of the pieces of the deck, and I put my foot through the deck, except three of my toes because I had- Didn't s- make it. <laughs> my dumb ass was wearing sandals. Oh, no. Three of my toes didn't make it also down the hole. Until after I was in. Well after. Yeah, and so those three toes fucking hit the top of my foot, dude. They are so fucking sore oh, right now. Are they swollen as shit? They're pretty swollen. They're not as swollen yeah. as I thought, so that's a good sign, yeah. but they're just completely uh, numb. Yeah. I have, like, no feeling in them. Oh. So, yeah, they feel great. Hey, it's, it's a great like, day. It's a work, great way to start the day. It's a work injury, though, you know? It is, yeah, yeah. workers' comp. There's, there's, some, there's some, like, honor and glory. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Like, dumbass wearing sandals, but, hey, what can you do? It's not like you just twisted your ankle walking down the street or something. No, right. Yeah, that's that's the worst. <laughs> like or when you broke your would you break your finger closing the garage door I once? Did a fucking <laughs> got stuck. right before our tournament. Yeah. yeah, my fucking finger got stuck in the garage door. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was better than that. That was awful. Yeah. Oh man, that hurt a lot. I bet. Because it was straight metal on metal flesh. Yep. Metal on flesh. Did you ever have a uh finger skated over? No. No, thank God. That would be brutal. No. Is that a common I, occurrence I, you, no, in hockey? No, you wouldn't have your finger. Well, I mean, even if like you had the gloves on. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'd be yeah. like step on me and yeah. skates and stuff. Yeah. yeah, actually, as a little kid. I was going to say, do you still feel it a lot through the pads and shit? Well, I mean, you feel the pressure. Yeah. You know, like someone kicks you with skates on, it's going to hurt because they're fucking skates. But as a little kid, actually, close ever came to dying playing hockey was when I was like six. I fucking I had the old helmet mask, and mm-hmm. this kid came in on break, but like, you know, and. I'd like stack the pads and he tripped over me. My mask came off and he cut me right across the chin with his skate. Oh, God. And I needed like eight or 10 stitches. But I mean, fuck, you know, and I think your natural reaction is to duck your chin, right? To protect yourself. Yep. But I mean, that's real close to your fucking throat, right? I mean, he cut me here. My throat is here. <laughs> and the skate went right across my chin like this. So, yeah, that was uh, at the time I wasn't that scared, but like thinking back, I'm like, holy fuck! Like that was, you know, that could have been a really fucking bad day. Yeah, dude, that was frightening. Could have been like Clint Larchuk, you know. <laughs> yeah, that is frightening to even think about. Yeah, so yeah. that's probably the closest I ever came to, you know, dying playing uh, hockey. I watched the a little of the fuck. What game was it last night? The Washington game. Yeah, Rangers. Yeah, yeah, Washington killed them. That was pretty fun. It was cool to see. I think NBC did a great job, but it's kind of neat to see new blood oh, yeah. do and these I, broadcasts. And I think they're using some different camera angles and stuff. And yeah. So, yeah. I think people it's are going to like the ESPN thing. Yeah, it's pretty good. The games just need to yeah. live up to it. Though it was fucking hilarious the other day. We were joking about that. Like, 
the day after ESPN's debut with hockey, they had nothing on their front page and like no headline about it. I know nothing. <laughs> it's like, guys, this is all you should be blowing out right now. Well, come on, man. Fucking at least a little something. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Uh, anyways, uh, it is listener question week. Forgot to mention that. Uh, we have a bunch of listener questions to get to. You can always send us listener questions at bstrengthpod on Instagram and Twitter and brutestrengthpod at gmail.com. Sorry for fucking that up earlier this week. So I know some people sent some emails to something that didn't work. I hope you're able to uh, catch that. But are we ready to roll here? Yes. All right, let's, pass, uh, let's blast into it. Uh, at scotty 2 Hottie. Uh, I don't know if that's the old wrestler or not. What type of what type of average professional athlete would you want to be to make a good amount of money without having to do a lot? Backup quarterback, middle inning reliever, thirteenth man on an NBA team, play like two minutes a game, backup goalie, or any others you can think of. Thank you, Scott. First off, it's no no way it's middle inning reliever. That means there might actually be some pressure on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That job sucks. It's obviously either average golfer or like Bill Hall, utility baseball guy. Utility would be awesome. Because you, be you probably play, yeah. you play enough, right? Where like you're probably playing four days, five days a week, but mm-hmm. no one's counting on you to carry the team. You're probably it's baseball, so you're probably making seven, eight million bucks, even if you're all right, right? I mean, five if you suck. So it's going to be average golfer though, because average golfer never loses, leaves. Never um, gets kicked off the tour because you're always going to be good enough right, to stay on the tour. Right, and yeah. you're going to play because it's a singular sport, right? So you're going to ride the bench or anything. So, yeah, I mean, I, for me, and I love – well, those are my two favorite sports to play, though. So um, I think I, the golf thing would appeal more to me, especially now that I'm older. But, yeah, either like utility guy in baseball, uh, you know, that plays a decent amount or like the 60th ranked golfer in the world. All right, so the 60th-ranked golfer in the world last year, and again, mind you, it was a COVID year, Phil Mickelson. Wow. Well, he only played 16 tournaments, so uh, so if you take someone, because he, ma- he, he won a major, but Phil made $1.49 million. Yeah. So if you are basically the 60th golfer in the world, you're going to make a million and a half. That's great life. Yeah, so that or yeah, the utility baseball player is even better. You're going to get paid way more. Very true. Not, Very true. Yeah. So, but, but again, not, to but your it's not golf. Well, I was gonna say to your point, like the lifestyle aspect of it, and golf and baseball, that's fucking really different. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really different because, like, I don't feel like the travel for golf would be that brutal. I don't either. He's traveling to a tournament. Yeah. You're gonna play golf for the weekend. I mean, that's, right. That's awesome. It's way right. easier to bring your family too with golf, right, Than exactly. it is with baseball yeah. when you're on the road with guy. You know. Yeah, with the, the team yeah. and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's so. that's a much different feeling. So yeah. less money, the golf thing. But enough where I think I'd still take it. Yep. I think. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I mean, if you could be a utility guy, make eight, like, say, let's say you average five million bucks a year for 10 years as a in middle infielder, or sorry, as a utility guy, that's 10, what? That's a lot of money. That's what? What did I say? Five, that's 50 million bucks, right? Mm-hmm. As like a mid range golfer, you'd probably grind that out for 20 years, right? So. And then play on the senior tour and probably be pretty damn good on the senior tour right too. away. Yeah, so your your career earnings probably don't end up all that different. You can golf a lot longer. You can play baseball. So right, yeah. So I think I probably I'd probably go golf. Yeah, like you know, fiftieth, sixtieth guy in the world. Like not in any danger of losing my car. Here you go, like Jeff Maggart. He's fifty seven years old now. Okay, never won a major, but was you know decent. Certainly a name people we know. know. We know who he yep. is. 
Went to the senior tour, did a little bit. He's made twenty million bucks. Perfect. Not including endorsements. Exactly. Right. And, that's you, and you'll get yeah. some of that. So now you're going to be paying for your golf balls. You're going to be paying for this. You'll pay for flights probably, but maybe. Than, and, right. And, and that's the thing too. I mean, you you will get like he. I'm sure had some. I'm pretty of sure course. he made a couple million bucks on endorsements in his life. Yeah. So you know, it's golf, man. It's golf all the way. Yeah. So golf. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're only you know you're only playing against yourself too. Yeah. Like you're you're not having to worry about teammates and all this bullshit. And again, if you're right. 60 in the world, you're probably not like in the gym 24 hours a day either, right? You're kind of just playing with what you got. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. Um, do, 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 do. Well, uh, this is from Ryan, RY21K. Would either of you be a contestant on Fear Factor? No. What TV game show do you think you'd have the best shot at winning? Fear Factor is disgusting. I never would want to do that. Never. Never, 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 never. Nope. Zero, zero interest of ever doing Fear Factor. I, want to do- I didn't even watch it. I thought it was disgusting. I didn't watch it either. The only game show, I mean, the, it's a no-brainer. It's the it, let's make a deal. Ooh, that's a fun it's game. It's easiest to make the most money, and if you're not a fucking moron, you should walk away with at least like seventy grand. Wait, you're talking about deal or no deal? Or sorry, deal or no yeah. deal? You should walk away with at least seventy grand. I yeah. mean, if you walk away with seventy grand on fucking Jeopardy, you're one of the four smartest people in the world, right? So, give me fucking let's make or what is it, deal or no deal? Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. Once I get up to like six figures, I'm probably gonna say thanks and fucking walk away with a few hundred thousand bucks. Any, anything else you have to go on an epic tear for like three months? No, there's no reason you shouldn't. Like you said, there's no reason you shouldn't at least have 50 grand or more on Deal or No Deal. Right. Yeah. And if you get that on Jeopardy, you're like an all-time champion. Right. Like you're a fucking genius. Sure. Yeah. No, that's true. Even I remember like being able to take away 32 grand in, in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when I was when I oh, was yeah. pretty damn good. It's like, oh, I got to the second level. It's pretty good. <laughs> I know. All these games are so interesting, too. It's like the money, sometimes the money, you're like, really? That's it? Well, Deal or No Deal is so fucking, like, you don't have to be... It just you just yeah. picking boxes. Man. Oh yeah, I mean there's no skill at all. Right, it ends marriages, which is wild because uh, people just get so greedy or get right. so mad about decisions made. But you're right, just play it conservatively and you'll be fine. But the game I most want to do is the uh, spinning the wheel on Prices Right. Well, of course, and the showcase showdown. Well, it's I would. This is this is how I'd want to go through mine. I'd want to pull off the. The dumbass next to me just did $1 before I bid, so I go $2. Oh, nice. And I hit it that way because yeah. that would be hilarious just to be like, dude, you're an asshole. And then it's Plinko. Okay. You went 50 grand on Plinko. Yep. And then, like you said, the wheel, you hit you hit $1 on the wheel. Mm-hmm. And then not only do you win your showcase, you win the other asshole yeah. showcase. Double showcase and then spend the rest of your I life. I saw that live once. Spend the rest of your life paying the taxes on yep. it. <laughs> right. Never leave California because you can't pay the tax. <laughs> the fucking Hyundai you won. <laughs> right, it's a piece of shit. Ended up costing you $400,000. <laughs> it's a Toyota Paseo. <laughs> <laughs> the juke. <laughs> it is. There's always like such a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, it's a, yeah, the trip's rolling. Yeah, decent. a trip to Bombay. Right. And then you're like, oh, that strip is valued at $37,000. And you can only go one week out of the year. It's really fucking hot that week. <laughs> And you're paying taxes on it. You're paying taxes <laughs> right. on oh, your thirty-seven thousand yeah. dollars vacation. Oh man, fuck yeah. that. Like you said, just go in cash. What about people were like financially ruined by winning on Prices Right? I've read a couple articles about that. Not the financially ruined, but like people were like, I just we never the <laughs> number of people that leave a lot of their winnings there because they just don't want to pay the taxes. They don't want to ship it. 
Like, if you live in fucking Connecticut and the only reason you're going there is to get on TV and you wear a shirt that says, like, I want to fuck Bob Barker or something, then maybe you only care about, if you get on TV, like, winning a little bit of money, right? Yeah. Like, do you care about the fucking chest of drawers you just want? <laughs> yeah, right, the furniture. <laughs> Lysol! <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show, though. Uh, I will say, what's his name? Sucks. He sucks oh, as this fucking... Yeah. He, I don't know why people give him good reviews. He's uh, horrible. He's terrible. He has no fucking enthusiasm for he's, it. He's just terrible. Yeah. So. Plus, he's a weirdo. Too. Yeah. Like, definitely Price is Right would be the most fun to be on. But I think you're right. I mean, the the one to play is the one with all the money and the one that you're probably going to walk away with at least a decent chunk of change. It's with. the easiest one to make a ton of money. Right. Yeah. Um, at Yeah, I Fish. You guys have me sucked into another show, Animal Kingdom. Thanks, Hobbs. But what are your thoughts on the 24 Faces guy? I watched the whole thing in one night, and now I have to deal with my kid and work in the AM. Uh, thanks. Is that the show you were talking about? Yeah, 24 Faces of Pilly Milligan. Okay, yeah, I haven't watched that this one This story's fucking crazy. So this kid, uh, sadly, uh, went through a few stepfathers mm-hmm. with his mother and their and his siblings. Until she married, like, Satan, until she married, like, Satan himself. And this dude would, like, do shit to this kid. Like, he'd he'd hang him. He'd sodomize him all the time. <sighs> he fucking made him uh, dig a grave and put the kid in it and, like, cover him in dirt, put a pipe in there so he could only breathe through the yep. pipe and then would piss in the pipe. Jesus. Like, hard, like, the worst shit you could do to a kid, right? So, obviously, this fucked this kid up, like, beyond, you sure. know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he ends up getting into trouble off and on as a teen and then uh, ends up raping five girls on the Ohio State campus. So he gets put into a mental a mental institution and he is diagnosed as multiple personality. Now, at the time, this is like in the 70s, th- this um, you know, book Sybil that was like about this, the, the like a murdering woman who was multiple personality. Anyway, it's a famous book. I think I remember it. Okay. It's a famous book. It came out around the same time. So there's like this national like obsession with like multiple person, uh, you know, uh, disorder and all this shit. And some people don't believe it even exists. Right. Sure. No, I've heard that. Yeah. So he um, isn't a psychic. So he becomes like this sort of like, I never even heard of this fucking guy, but I guess if you're alive and if you were like an adult in the 70s and 80s, you knew who he was. So he ends up being treated as a multiple and uh, goes to trial and gets off on the charges of raping these girls because he's a multiple, right? So they put him in a psychiatric institution. And then his life from there is fucking insane. Like, he's constantly, like, leaving the, the institution. He's, you know, he's escaping. He, he develops, like, a cult following. So someone writes a book. Is that Flowers for Algernon? Yeah. That book? yeah Apparently, that like, book. that yep. book is related to him. No shit. Wrote, they wrote some memoirs, so like he became like a like a pseudo celebrity with all this shit. Yeah, and so he ends up like through the power of celebrity and stuff, like getting leniency and like special treatments and shit. And then at one point, he's basically in and out of this mental institution in Ohio, basically for his most of his young life. And then like ends up like making friends. And at one point, actually at that one, I think it was still at that one, he like got in trouble because he was like he was like doing drugs, and, like banging like some of the other mental patients and shit. Oh my god. And like the and like the the guards and shit liked him and stuff. Sure. You know, he had a car yep. at one point to let him like drive around town and shit. So anyway, um it goes on and at one point his buddy breaks him out of the mental institution, takes him to Colorado, drops him off in Colorado. Yep. And he's living in he's fucking he's a fugitive from the FBI. <laughs> 
It's fucking insane. And he's fucking living in Colorado in some apartment with uh, some fucking poor, poor fucking schlep that he meets. Jeez. And that dude goes missing, right? <laughs> and fucking they find, like, that dude's glasses with, like, blood all over him and fucking, like, some of his other stuff. And, like, he'd been cashing this dude's checks, his, like, social, like, his welfare checks yeah. and shit. And the fucking, and, and they fucking, like, said they didn't have enough evidence to charge him. Because the, they couldn't find a body. They never found this guy's body. Like, they never found his body, so they couldn't charge him with any crime because they, they, they couldn't prove the crime was committed. Right. So then he goes up to, his brothers live in Seattle, so he fucking jets up there, to, to and, his, and his, buddy, or his brother sends him up in, like, Bell, like was it Bellevue or one of those little towns in, in, in Washington? Bellevue sounds familiar. Yeah, or it's, yeah, it's like that, right? It's something like that. Anyway, Bellhaven? Uh so he's living there, and fucking, like, this other dude disappears, right? <laughs> and fucking, he probably killed that guy. And, and then, so, like, the noose is tight. And I'm, I'm, like, skipping over tons of, of shit. Course. But, like, the noose is tight on He's on the run, and he fucking kills another guy. So this guy's, like, a serial killer, rapist, like, psycho. And, like, half the people believe he was multiple. Half the people don't believe he was multiple, that he was just, like, a super insane fucking, like, you know, killer, genius killer guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, it all ends up with him living in Vegas. Like, he lives out his adult life in Vegas as a free person. That's so weird how he wasn't in jail or wasn't in some sort of instance. Right, like he was life. off and on, but, yeah. like, eventually basically lived as a free person most of his adult life or most of his older life. That is nuts. Living in Vegas, and, like, as he's dying, they had his, her, his niece on the show. It's just like, oh, he's always like, uh, uh, um, he was always the fun uncle, right? Like, you know, he was always... <laughs> And like he was too much fun and blah blah blah. He's a fun uncle. It's just saying as he was dying, as he you know, he died of cancer, and as he was dying, he asked his his niece, like, do you think God will forgive me for the things I've done? She said, Yeah, of course, God forgives all, like he will. He's like, Yeah, but you don't know what I've done. Oh, she didn't know the story. No, he's never been convicted of or charged with any murder, even right. though he clearly killed like three mm-hmm. or four people. But she least. didn't even know about the rapists, the rapes and shit. She knew about okay. that because that was public record. Yeah. Um, and you know, but she's like, God forgives all, whatever. He's like, but yeah. you don't know the things I've done. And she's, she's like, well, God forgives all. He's like, no, I've killed people. And she's like, oh, uh. <laughs> well, look what time it is. <laughs> good luck. Good luck, buddy. So, so he admitted to her that he killed like several people. Uh, but this guy lived like most of it was, he's in and out of institutions a lot of his life, but he lived a pretty significant chunk of like his last 20 years, at least in fucking Vegas. That is, I mean, remarkable. I skipped over tons and tons. Yeah, no, of shit I understand. Yeah, is it a, is it a series? It's a documentary. It's like four or five, yeah. six episodes, and you know, it's called the Twenty Four Faces of Billy Milligan. Yeah, I'd never heard of him until and, you told me that story. And it's the story of Billy Milligan. But yeah. I mean, it's it's fucking, like all of it's insane. The fact that like what happened to this kid's insane. What he became is insane. The way the judicial system works or worked with him is insane. The way the fucking mental. It goes to the mental institutions they sent him to. Some were great. Some were fucking hell holes of horror. Yep. Right? So, like, just the whole system is so fucking fucked up. And, and also, you know, kind of, like, illustrate, like, how disorganized, like, police enforcement was back then and shit. I mean, so this fucking guy was, like, was like, like kind of like a cult hero famous, but also, you know, he's also, like, one of the more, like, people argue over whether or not he was really a multiple. You know, a lot of people don't believe it. Sure. So. That is fucking nuts, man. Yeah, that is a wild fucking. In, 20, story. in twenty-four personalities, like some were like one was like a little girl, one was like an Arab dude, <laughs> one was like, jeez, yeah. like 
it was all, it was nuts. One of them was a, um, like Romanian guy would speak with like a thick Romanian accent would yeah. write like, would write in like some Eastern European language. Uh, that's like very specific to, wow. yeah. Like, man, that the story's nuts. His though. case must be studied so much. I don't. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, just from even from a sociological point That's of view, I mean, or like, like a law study point of view, or yeah. just the, not just the psychiatric shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Like it was a it was a fucking crazy story. You never would have thought. You know, and this guy basically lived most of. His, I mean, again, a significant portion in institutions, but a significant portion out too. Right. That is crazy. And everyone thought he killed these people. Like everyone. <laughs> and what the most fucked up part of this whole thing, I I found anyway was. His friends, or even his family members, but really his quote-unquote friends, uh, the friend that took him to Colorado, this guy feels no remorse over, like, the people that Billy, like, later killed. He doesn't mention it at all as far as, like, geez, maybe I shouldn't have done that. You know, clearly led to the death of other people. Like, their allegiance is 100% with Billy Milligan. It's like, you know, Billy's sick, and he needed this, and he needed that, and fucking he was this, and he was that. But, like, what about all the fucking carnage? Like, you know, you don't yeah. feel any responsibility like, for that? Be like, some level of accountability somewhere. Right. Like, right? like you're not an accessory to murder, sure. or like, I mean, yeah. you know. So the whole thing's fucking. Because I mean, again, accidents do have consequences, and there's massive ripple effect from. Yeah, those. you you broke a guy out of a state institution, yeah. and he was on the lam from the FBI, right. and then probably, that guy went on to kill people. Probably killed people. Yeah, and yeah. you don't feel any responsibility for that. It's crazy how people yeah. are, man. So, yeah, it's fucking, it's pretty cool, though. I mean, I'd definitely check it out. It's wild as shit. <laughs> it is wild. And, it, and, and it's a story. It's Netflix? Just, yeah. It's yeah. a story you just don't think could happen, but it did. Sure. And you feel, I mean, I felt like a tiny bit of sympathy for him, but that was it. Like, 1% sympathy. The rest of it was disgust. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like you talked about with the growing up. It's yeah, I mean, horrible. It's, it's no a, one deserves to go right. through shit like and, that. And, and you, there's and no it, way it you're going to. It right. sets up your life. It's no way you're going to come out of that fucking normal. Right. Yeah. I and am. that blows. That mm-hmm. fucking sucks. Doesn't mean you're not a menace to society, though. You Correct. Know? Like, it, both Correct. things are true, sadly. Like, yeah. Abby and I started the Vendetta yeah. documentary last How's that? Week. How do you like that? It's fucking amazing, isn't that it? That guy's my fucking hero. Isn't he incredible? Like, I don't know. He could be totally, he could be guilty as sin, right? He could be dirty as fuck, and I just love him. He's hilarious. Uh, don't his, you love the way he, like, gives the news? Like, oh, he's swearing, calling his, people pieces of shit. Yeah, I was about to say, his fucking, like, nonstop smoking and his use of the word piece of, the term piece of shit is amazing. <laughs> he is a fucking pro. He calls all, like, every month, this piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I've seen the first episode and, like, I, clearly I hate the judge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, I love him. Yeah, like, she's that's, brutal. Like, there's no chance Plus, that's probably going to change. You see how fucking rich she is, too. You're like, Really? Oh, I haven't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, it just, I mean, this whole fucking, like, and you, you talked about this. Was it off? It was off the air. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday. The whole, I mean, Italy's, what is it called? <laughs> the fucking Department of. Of uh, preventive, preventative, preventative measures. measures. Right. It's basically stealing. It's basically from the fucking precogs from goddamn Minority Report. Exactly. Like, hey, you're probably a fucking mafioso, so we're going to take all your shit. Yeah. You want to talk about the scariest it. government oversight ever. They never have to prove it. It's amazing. It's like fucking $600 to Janet Yedlin. Most of the co- most of the companies they take over, they bankrupt in two years, and like they never give those companies back. I know. And they don't have to. They, there's no burden of proof. They don't have to prove anything. Right. No, they showed that guy's like cement company. It was like totally fucking destroyed. Yeah, completely. Like, Right, like my dad's, my grandfather started this. We, Wait. And basically, he's like, we paid protection, and that's why we, right. we were fucking nailed. Like, we had to. We yeah, you have to. You're, gonna, you're all going to die. Right. It gets worse. Good. <laughs> like, the, 
the corruption is so fucking crazy. And then I'm not giving anything away, but yeah. there's like a trial later and you'll notice like no one has a receipt for anything. No one's documented <laughs> anything. It's like, what the fuck, man? It's like, it's so fucked yeah, up. Sicily seems like a fucking third world country. It, it kind of is. It, it kind of is in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah, all. So I don't know if like, does, does, does Italy just let Sicily kind of like run its own thing? And, and it feels that way, right? Maybe, I, maybe they look at it as like, listen, we'll keep all the riffraff on the island. We don't have to worry well, about Sicily it. Sicily is like the birth of the mafia, right? right? It's so, fucking the, yeah. Yes, so the kind of capital. They the just world. kind of kept it all there, I guess. But. I mean, yeah, you want to talk about like you you think governments don't have like have don't have enough power? Watch this cuz they can just take all your shit cuz they feel like it. Right. And they don't have to prove anything. Nope. And then they just take it, they steal your money, they give it to their buddies and they go buy fucking Mercedes with it and right. fuck you. No burden of proof. Like, don't even that. Not even a fucking warrant. No, yeah. And it's so like they're the anti-mafia mafia basically. Yes, that's exactly what it is. They're like yeah. more powerful than the mafia. They can just take your shit. <laughs> Whatever. They're the government mafia. So wait till you see these court games. Wait till you see the courtroom. Oh, and like, yeah. Just how fucking crazy. Everyone's screaming at each other. Like, no one's got one piece of paper documenting anything. It's <laughs> incredible. And how fucking... Uh, there's this one scene where you'll see, but at, 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 at a later stage, like... Because he's going after yeah. that judge, they try and set him up with a crime, so he's in. Well, yeah, because he's arrested at the beginning of okay, the first episode. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. so but you so, can tell so it's like a crock of shit. Eventually, yeah. there's a court case about this, oh, and good. they've got a fucking witness for the prosecution on the stand that is so obviously lying. He's like fidgeting and touching his hair and like looking around, and then he gets up from the stand and he is two his ass just off. huge armpit sweat stains like under each armpit. They're both like the size of a fucking cantaloupe. You're like, <laughs> it's just. like. And then the the, the narrator, the, the lawyer narrator is like, today was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll try to finish it by next week so we can talk it's about incredible. more. It's incredible. I, I haven't finished it. I think yep. there's still a little ways to go. I didn't get wow. to watch any of it today. But uh, The first episode was, it ev- is it was fucking like, wild. And his fucking st- his, his TV stations have like an apartment. Yeah, like, yeah it's great. He's fucking incredible Telehate is that yeah, what's called yeah Telehate yeah. I want to get a Telehate t-shirt man Telehato right Tele-hato. is it Telehato yeah I want to get a fucking uh, I'm t-shirt. sorry it's Telehatex I think actually now no it's yeah. not oh you didn't get the joke you know, like no. Latinx oh alright <laughs> <laughs> come on Hob romantic language sorry sorry yeah, yeah <laughs> it's alright I love how he fucking broadcasts though. and how many mm-hmm. cigarettes a day does this motherfucker smoke? Man? His whole entire family, his wife's sitting there oh, yeah. ripping butts, and his daughter's s- there ripping butts. And they smoke them down yeah. the filter too, like all the way down. He just fires up another one. It's like holy shit, man. <laughs> he's so 54. crazy. I know. I love it because they're always just talking about like fucking how dangerous this shit is. Meanwhile, he's got his kids with him all the time. Like I know they're not young, but it's like it's still crazy. He's like putting his wife in danger. He's like fuck it. His fucking car is on fire. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't give a fuck. And again, everyone's like, hang the dogs. Dogs worried about their like yeah. their well being. They'll smoke a thousand cigarettes oh, a I day. Know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark Chicken in via email. Hey guys, love the show. You guys uh, pretty liberally bet tacos on the show. Where do you guys stand on tacos? Oh, good luck. And do you ever attempt to bring in tacos for the other to eat in an attempt to clear your debt? Thanks, Pat. Suck, Mark. No, not really, nice, Mark. Nice, Mark. Um, there you go, buddy. No, we. I mean, we do go out for tacos. I mean, there was a tally last year. I won the yeah. taco tally last year. And, you did. Um, Eli. I, I Eli has maybe a count somewhere, but yeah, it's kind of gotten out of hand. But do we ever pay them off? Not really. No, I don't think I was ever paid off for my tacos no. last year. No, I just won. I just won the taco. The taco king. Uh, I mean, if we were crown. to do that, we'd probably go to Taco Trio. Get some tacos. Probably would. Yeah. Well, no, probably El Rayo though, because they've got the the deal. 
Not El Rayo, sorry. Like El, uh, what's the one? Oh, El Rodeo. El Rodeo. Yeah, yeah that's the one I was They're thinking They're pretty good. Of. Yeah. Don't but they have I'd like dollar tacos? Go, yeah, dollar hard shell tacos on Thursdays. Now, there you go. Place down the street. Or they used good. to. I don't know if they still do. But. I like the place down the street, too. Yeah, me too. It's called? I can't remember. Fajita Grill. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Sean, checking in. What serial killer interests you guys the most? I don't know, Sean. I'm not really a serial killer guy, to be honest with you. Um, like, I like true crime and everything, but I couldn't tell you there's one serial killer that I've spent more time on than any other ones. So, I, I yeah, I'm a bad answer for that one, dude. Yeah, I think that's a. I think you're right though, because I like they fascinate me, but I'm not sure there's like one that right. you know is like the king of serial killers for me. I mean, I've seen a bunch of Ted Bundy shit, like his stories. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, I know it so well. The Hillside, Hillside Strangler story is kind of a wild story. Yeah. Uh, the way like that just went down, and you know, like the all of that. Uh, but like, who's the like Dahmer that like ate people? I don't really need to know much about. No, him. and even the even the subject of the first I can't remember his name now. The subject of the first season of Mindhunter, the guy who like killed and fucked his mom's dead body and shit. Like that dude's disgusting. That big tall guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, like, again, that's... That, John, who's John Wayne Gacy? John Wayne Gacy was the clown. Oh, that's right. In he Chicago, I think, yeah. or Chicago suburbs. And then the, uh, what's that, Bound Kill Torture, B, BKT Killer? And, BTK. Or BTK, yeah, Bound Yeah, that was Torture in Kansas Kill. City or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, but, like, honestly... I'm fascinated when they fascinate, catch these guys yeah, when they're old. What fascinates yeah. me is, like, interviews with those guys. Oh, yeah. Like, not, not like any one of here. their particular stories, because I find them all fucking disgusting pieces of shit, but... Um, like just, it's to me, it doesn't even have to be serial killers. Like even like, like the, like the fucking documentaries I've once in a while let myself get sucked into like death row inmate confessions and Did shit. Did you watch the one and this was probably one of the first ones and it was uh, cause I remember how big it was. I remember all of us in college were watching it on HBO like Sunday night. Did you watch the one of the Hitman? The mafia yes. hitman that was yeah. interviewed. He's like the ice, ice, yeah, truck ice man or something, or ice, man. ice pick or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy's fucking. Yeah, yeah. complete that, cold, yeah. no fucking that remorse. Shit, that shit was like scary through the TV. Yeah. And he's talking know? like, yeah, I have kids, I have a wife. You know, yeah. they never knew. In, in Long Island, right? He yep. was like a family yeah. guy. Yeah, I read that book too. Like, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he just he had like no, that story. No. That story's crazy. No emotion. Yeah. No like, emotion. All those stories are nuts. Yeah. So yeah, anytime I like get a chance like watch an interview with those guys, I'll fucking watch them because yeah. I'm fucking like, how what makes these assholes tick? You know, I, I think even the it's you know the Zodiac thing, the fact that they think they identified him, that's f- incredibly fascinating. Yeah, again, for someone to I mean, th- and think about the other thing that fascinates me too is you might know the number. I think you've I think we've talked about this before, but how many active serial killers? Are there like right now that we'll never even know? Oh, about? I, I think I saw it was like it was a much higher number than you'd expect. It right, was either in the hundreds or maybe the thousands. I'm not <laughs> sure. But terrifying. I'll, I'll look it up right now because it was <laughs> it was a much higher number than you'd expect. <laughs> I mean, that's just a fucking terrifying thing to say. So it's just it's tough, man. It's it's wild to to kind of see this and and to to try to track it down and. Like I said, I love I'm a, I I listen to tons of podcasts. I I used to listen to a lot more true crime than i do now oh, i'm sorry but yeah there's tons of stories out there. numbers not as high as, as i thought but it's still again i think much higher than you expect 25 to 50 serial killers active at any given time again that's in the country that's either one for every state that's one person state <laughs> right or yeah. one for every other state like Dude, one guy in new hampshire and Maine we might right now. have one here right 
Or you could have three in one state, right? You have no, no idea. No, but we have that guy that's attacking women and shit. Oh, like, that's right, in Portland. Yeah, yeah, in Portland, and, you know, his behavior, and, you know, all of us amateur psychologists, we've all seen enough of these shows to know. <laughs> you know, like, dudes that kill animals for yep. fun when they're kids, right? And then, like, dudes that attack women from behind and shit don't necessarily rape them or anything, but just, like, just want to hurt somebody, want to hurt a woman. That's all, like, pre-serial killer shit. And don't, don't we have a guy in Portland that's, like, attacked three or four women? Yeah, it's been quieter lately, but I yeah, think, yeah, well, that has been going on. That could be a scary thought. Yeah. Do you have it in front of you? I'm Did trying you? to find it right now. Um, but there were, like, yeah, three or four attacks, right? So that dude's, and if he's gone quiet, he's probably ramping up for his first fucking kill. That would be terrifying. If there was a serial killer in Portland, Maine, that would fucking scare the shit out of people. Because it's a small fucking, it's a small city. Wasn't there, like, there was a murder. Well, a guy was arrested yesterday, actually. Really? Wait a minute, is this Portland, Maine? Yeah. Wow. I don't know if this is the same guy, but Portland man arrested, charged after allegedly punching and sexually assaulting a woman in Deering Oaks. Really? So maybe that was it. Maybe I don't it know. Maybe that same yeah. dude. Yeah. Fucking scary, though. Yeah. To, but to your point, um, story from what day? Oh, this is earlier this, this summer. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, in West End? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's been, there were at least three. Oh, here you go. Okay. Yeah. June 8th, a 24-year-old woman was attacked from behind and hit with a club or bat on Brackett Street. I remember that one. Uh, in May, a woman was punched several times in the face and head by a man as she walked on Gray Street. And then October 25th of last year, so almost a year ago, um, a 34-year-old woman with facial injuries told them that she had been assaulted by a man and had followed her to the car. And I think there was one between now and June too. Yeah. I think there's a. I think there was a fourth. I agree. I don't want to. I'm not trying to be that guy. And like, but yeah. I just. I think you're right. I feel like there was another one. But yeah, man. Like, who knows? Who knows if those are connected? There's a really good chance those are connected, yeah. or at least there's some sort of thing going on. But that, yeah, that's frightening. And, and you're right. Imagine like you if ever, there was a serial killer in fucking Portland. Like, people would freak the fuck out. You know, justifiably yeah. so, too. I so mean. there's this great Irish author named John Connolly who writes, he spends a lot of time in Maine, and he writes tons of um, crime novels. And but like, and it gets, like, myst- like some are pretty mystic, too, which is kind of neat. Yeah. And they're all around Maine. And there was this one that was just... Like in Portland, where there's dudes just getting murdered left and right in Portland, and you're just like, this is fucking like if this was real, people would be fucking freaking oh, out. Yeah, it's a small city, man. <laughs> like, it's a really small legit. City. There's like, like you yeah. said, there's one murder, and like everyone's talking about it for fucking three months, you yeah. know. So, I mean, fuck. When the majority, obviously, the majority, sadly, the majority of of crime is is family here in this state. It's a pretty domestic state, and in that regard, but. Yeah, could you imagine if there was a couple hits or something like that? Or like yeah, or or a, a couple unsolved killer. murders? A that, serial killer yeah. walking around. That'd be fucking crazy. Be fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. Be scary as fuck. And it's a good town for it, too. Where you got all these college kids. and It's a small enough town where yeah. everyone knows everyone. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, it, it would feel like a... Right, it would feel like a headless horseman kind of like situation where everyone's looking at everyone. No shit. Like, what's going to happen tonight? Yeah, yeah. It'd be fucking scary. That would be scary. Yeah. So don't start shit, everyone. I'm just saying... That would be fucking bad. That would be. Yeah. Has Maine ever had like a... I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure we have. It was that dude in Gorm, right? The... Dude, that shit was nuts, huh? That Did, guy who... Did that guy kill somebody or killed his wife or something? I don't remember who he killed, but he was wanted for a murder from the 80s in, I think, Boston or in Massachusetts. In Mass, and he'd been hiding out in Gorm since the like since the 80s. Yeah, I think it was his wife. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Yeah, and he was just hanging out. 
probably saw him at fucking Hanny's a few times. You oh, know? Yeah. Yep. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. You never know, man. Well, it's like the Zodiac Killer guy, man. Like, yeah. like, did he just get old and just fantasize about killing people because he couldn't anymore, or like, yeah, I don't know. Like, like how old? How old was he when he died? Was I don't. You know what? I haven't man? read that much about yeah, him. I haven't to be honest either. with you, I yeah. kind of keep forgetting, which is bad. But that's the because I really do want to find out. But no, the only thing I read is that he was really active on the internet. That's what I was saying. His name is Gary Post. Gary Post sounds like a fake name. Cold Case Team says Zodiac Killer ID uh, linking him to another. Uh, Gary Francis Post, who passed away in 2018. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, let's see. Hold on. Gary okay. Francis Post. A team is special, blah, blah, blah. Um, Zodiac Killer has been connected to five murders that occurred between 60 and 69 in San Francisco. Um... That was it though. That's all he that's all they know that he, he did, huh? Yeah, I guess. Oh, there's a picture of Gary Post. Normal looking dude. Yeah, I'm looking at this I'm looking at a Facebook post. My last visit with old man Gary Post. Zodiac? <laughs> I miss you, old man. <laughs> so they call they used to call him the old man Zodiac, his buddies. Really? So they knew? Well, he must. Was he accused before? Was he a suspect way back? Maybe that's why they called him Old Man Zodiac. I don't know. I think he he might he must have been. Gary right? F. Post has been identified as the infamous Zodiac killer by the Case Breakers, which blah blah blah. But when did they? When I mean that just happened, right? Yeah, it did like two weeks ago. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if he was ever a suspect or not. Yeah, I don't either. Like I said, I don't know much about it. Great movie. So you've got to know Gary's full name in order to decipher these anagrams. Buckholt said, I just don't think there's any other way anybody would have figured it out. So got all these ciphers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. They also think he killed uh, a woman named Sh- Cherry, uh, Sherry Joe Bates on October 31st, 1966 in Riverside. Um, but, you know, like, so this dude stopped killing after six, like, he's... I mean, he died in 2018, so he went 50 years without killing anybody? Yeah, that's a great question. Like, he went on a murdering spree in, like, his 20s or something? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a great question. Yeah, but again, it upsets... Another saying that Cherry Joe Bates' murder was not him. Oh, okay. Former friend says uh, Gary Post was obsessed with uh, slaughtering animals. There you go. They always are. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. Yeah, so I'll we'll have to read more about old Gary Post. I'm sure there'll be a documentary about it in no time. Oh, I'm hoping. Yeah, it should be on be Netflix sweet. like tomorrow. Yeah. I'm pissed it's not already on there. It's probably on Telehato already. <laughs> I'm sure it is on Telehato. <laughs> Final question. Uh, Jason checking in. Hey, guys, what is uh, – it's <laughs> a great question. What's your Mount Rushmore of menu items at fast food restaurants? Oh, that's a great so question. So does that mean like French fries in general, or do you think he meant like the actual re- like McDonald's fries? I, I assume the be, latter, yeah, right? I think it has to be specific. So yeah. are we going to go like burger, fry, chicken well, item, far, and then something how else? How far are we expanding the fast food universe here? I mean. What do you want to do? I mean, are we going to keep it to like McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's? 
Yeah. Like that style of fast food or. Yeah, because for burger, I would probably say five guys. Is that that's fast food, right? Is it, though? I mean, it's like 20 minutes every time I go there. You get my fucking burger. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I it has to have a drive through. Does five guys have a drive? Doesn't. OK, so for if we're, I think if it's fast food, it has to have a drive. All right. So for eliminating five guys, it has to have a drive through like Sonic would be on there. Terrible. Terrible. Gross. Socks sucks. Most oh, overrated fucking, fucking place disgusting. I mean, I had an In-N-Out burger like 20 years ago. I remember Never liking been. it, but I don't, you know. Never been. Hardee's is super overrated. Gross. I'll say that. You know what sucks too? I'll, I'll always, I'll never like Hardee's because when I was when I was in college, we had Hardee's, and Hardee's used to be a pretty cool menu. It'd be kind of like burgers, fried chicken, all kinds of different shit. And then one night, I went there at like two in the morning. I was so fucking hungry, was dying for like something awesome, and all. And they had completely changed their menu. They had like six like. Six signature burgers and like a chicken sandwich, and it was just so fucking depressing because all I wanted was like fried chicken and whatever. It's like, and, fucked you. Yep. So I'll never go back. So for me, sitting on top for me would be a soft taco from Taco Bell. Okay. Ooh, taco. A, yeah. A good regular call. soft taco sure. from Taco yeah. Bell. Yeah. Not a supreme. Mm-hmm. Regular soft taco from Taco Bell with um, the Diablo sauce. That's good. Two I like packets, that. two packets, okay. two packets of Diablo sauce yep. on a on a regular soft taco from Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. That'd be number one for me. That'd be like the George Washington on mine. Ooh, <laughs> G Dub. <laughs> and then I think I'd go McRib. <laughs> it's good though. It is. It I mean, is. It's fast food. Shit's gross. Yeah. Man. That's um, right. We're not like trying to get something lean here. Probably a quarter pound of cheese. Okay. You're going to pick a fry? We only doing sandwiches. Oh, that's true. I mean, McDonald's fries are best. The fucking balls. The best. Yeah. Uh, and then I get, I'd have to include either the Whopper or a bacon double cheeseburger from Burger King. Or actually, the Dave Dave's double is pretty good at Wendy's. Wendy's burgers are pretty good. They yeah. are. Yeah, I'd probably have to put a Wendy's burger. You know what? I'll go Dave's double third, and then maybe a quarter pound of cheese fourth. And then I guess if I'm going to throw fries on there, then I guess there's Fair enough. McDonald's fries. But you don't have to. Yeah. Be hard not to, though. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like low end, super fast, fast food. That's what I'm talking. Yeah. Chick fil A nuggets. Yeah, those. I should have thought of that. Yeah. Rodeo cheeseburger and Burger King. Dope. McDonald's fries. You got to put your Chicken McNuggets on there. I did. Chick-fil-A. Nuggets. Oh, I thought McDonald's Chicken McNuggets. I do love McDonald's Nuggets. They are really good. And they have a very close place in my heart, too, because 20-piece Chicken Nuggets in college were $2 on Sunday night. Oh, wow. And so there were a lot. I can't can't imagine how many years I lost. I remember I was a kid when Chicken McNuggets came out. I was like 9 or 10. Remember how amazing they were when they were like dark meat, too? Yeah, yeah, it was dope. (laughs) Now they're just just spray-painted white meat. That paste that they use. Still delicious. Try not to think about it. That's true. That chicken paste. Yeah. Fucking (laughs) gross. (laughs) That is disgusting. It's fucking unreal. Uh, And I think I got to go Chalupa. Nacho cheese chicken chalupa. Really? One of the, f- and actually, when I was growing up, we didn't have. They talk- still make the chalupa. I don't even know. Yeah. Talk about weren't around in Portland when I was a kid. Okay. Go to college. First time I ever went to a Taco Bell. First thing I ever had was a nacho cheese chicken chalupa, and unreal. it's still the best thing I've had from there. I do like the Doritos Locos Tacos too. Yeah, those could, are good. I could see you liking them. Yeah, you love yeah. Doritos. But I'll eat anything from. Uh, I do love Doritos. I'll eat anything. Taco Bell's great. Taco Bell's really fucking good. Yeah, it's great for yeah. what it is. So 
It's fucking it's a good job. But great question. Legit. That is a good question. That's a great question. Uh, don't forget you can send us questions at B Strength Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can email us to brutestrengthpod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Havelhoff at Chris Sedanka. Anything else, buddy? Before <sighs> I do some work. I was trying to think I can't remember. There was something I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember what it was. Was it William Shatner in space? Oh, that's kind of awesome. Shatner in space? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. He should have worn his fucking Star Trek outfit, though. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Like, why didn't he? Why didn't they make one that looked yeah, like, like the that? the new one, like yeah. the new, you know. Right, right like the one he had to wear. Why didn't they, like, kind of just spray paint or paint that one yeah, over? put the fucking like patch on it or whatever. You know? Yeah, I thought that they was odd. They could have done that. I was, and, yeah, so that was too bad. I thought um, that could have been cooler. Yeah, no, I mean, just the Mookie thing tonight, we're... Yeah. I gotta be honest, Bob. I I feel like I feel like all the celebrities going to space has been kind of like a, eh. oh yeah, because it's just another reminder of everything yeah. they can do that we can't right. Like go to the store. And I don't really care until someone goes to like the moon. I go on think. a plane and yeah. you know go on vacation and work. <laughs> True. Send their kids to school. You know all the stuff that like. Regular dirty people can't do. <laughs> so it's like the exact most extreme version of that, right? Absolutely. It's like you can't even send your kids to school, and I'm going to fucking space. <laughs> so any more elitism than that? No. Yeah. Yeah. You need to show your Vax card to go to the grocery store, but I'm going to fucking space. So see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace out. That's yeah, it's incredible. That is funny. It's fucking incredible. No. So No, other than the, you know, tyrannical situation we're living in, nothing's really changed, has it? No, not at all. No. No, we're still just living. Other people seem to really legitimately getting getting sick of it and I don't think it's gonna last much longer because I think American public's about to tell everybody to go fuck themselves. That is probably true, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> I think we are getting. I think very, that day is getting real close. I think we're getting close to that. Yes. Yeah. yeah I think so, you're right. So that's that's actually good. That's like the best thing that's happened in a while. Yeah. Absolutely. But other than that, I don't know. I mean, fuck. There was something else. I would. There's something. Oh well, I guess we talked about the 24 phase of Billy Milligan. You gotta watch more Vendetta because yeah. that fucking show is amazing. Yeah, like, I can't wait. Next week we'll probably talk about that because that's. You got to see how fucked up. Like, I love the Hall of Justice, too, like the Hall of Justitia. And it's just like, holy fuck. And the, but it, it just the, one last thing. Everyone is under investigation for something. Mm-hmm. It's like ingrained in their culture that, like, everyone's shady and everyone's under investigation. Every mayor, it, like, it resigns in disgrace. Like <laughs> that is so awesome. It's like that two shit. mayors. We've had two mayors so far. They both resigned. It's too bad they don't do that here more often. I know. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. At least there, I guess people are held accountable. Well, that's true. Yeah. But I sort mean, of. I will say that these uh, the Sedanka, or not the Sedanka, but the Scatone family, the, the shit family, as the uh, that as our my mom's maiden name is. Has a long history with burning mayors at the stake in Italy. So, yeah, we did oh, our yeah. part. Yeah, we've done our part of being um, 
of being rabble rousers. You'll see the next getting rid of the fucking mayors in that country. You'll meet another mayor <laughs> who's so fucking dirty. Can't wait. And uh, his town, he like abandons the town he's mayor of. <laughs> it's like it's like jet setting around Europe and shit. And fucking, there's like no garbage collection going on in his town. There's a fucking river of garbage <laughs> along the street that you would not believe. <laughs> What a fucking dick. <laughs> it's amazing. You gotta watch this. <laughs> and I'm gonna finish it. It's fucking it's outrageous how fucking corrupt. Oh my god, I can't wait. I just is. wanna go home and, and watch it's it. It's super fucking recent. Sure, yeah. Like most of his stuff's from 2018. I was gonna say it seems like it was from a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's so good. So <laughs> that is so good. Another mayor comes to like the US to like hang out with all these mafioso guys. <laughs> he's on he's on trial being like, I've never I don't know who these guys are. <laughs> It's fucking scumbags, dude. <laughs> and like the dude he went to see oh. is like specifically like wanted by the, like the Italian police. Yeah. And like he's like known as like one of the original gangsters from Sicily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's there with them. He's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who that is. And it's definitely him because they call him like one one handed Frankie because he's missing a hand. This motherfucker's missing a hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's like right of a bad mafia movie. Yeah, it's hilarious. Right. Yeah. Seems like one arm, one-handed Frankie or something. I had no idea that the, <clears throat> I had no idea that the like, basically the town where the mafia began was a Corleone, and that's why. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's still, there's yeah. still, a, yeah, they show Corleone. No, I know, I, yeah. I didn't, and, but it's like, oh, there's the inspiration for, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for Godfather. Yeah, the name. I was like, yeah they show cool. the town. Yeah, 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 yeah they cool. see those towns. It's beautiful. It's Dude, beautiful. Sicily's I mean, unbelievable. But it's, it is it's, fucking mafia is as fuck. I don't know yeah. if you go there. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, see, I, like, I don't know if I'd go. Well, not only that, but I watched a I watched a travel show about Sicily, and yeah. it's like they make the Proud Boys look like AOC. Oh, there's, really? There's some groups there that make the right like they are like, because there's a there's a lot of um, there's a lot of folks coming over um, with the uh, why why can't I remember uh, like immigrants coming over right and into Sicily into Sicily or into Italy in general, and so they. This is what happens, right? Sicily, when there's no government, yeah. yeah so well, and it's 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 an island, it's right? A yeah. So just imagine very the, fucking old school. Just imagine the yeah. old school who takes over in that regard. Yeah. It's, it's not pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, aren't too many gay. Not dudes. a great migrant area. Probably not like gay dudes <laughs> hanging around Sicily. No, no, yeah. no. That is like you said. That's old school island, man. Oh that's yeah, old school the Catholic politics. is fucking old school politics. Yeah, yeah very, yeah. very much. So that's a great, it was a great first episode. Yeah. I cannot wait to watch the rest. Yeah, of it. yeah, and it gets it gets more nuts. Like yep. you're watching it and you're like, wow, this can't get any crazier and it gets significantly more nuts every episode it's awesome absolutely oh before we go hobsanddanks.sellmytees.com but by the time you hear this there will be a new shirt up on the website oh coriana has put the frame around oh nice the beautiful portrait she drew of our favorite douchey defensive coordinator steven Belichick. Nice. I love Stephen Belichick. But yeah, so you'll see that shirt. We'll probably post the picture of the shirt while this podcast comes out when we post it tomorrow or today. Wherever we, obviously, it's Friday. So uh, yeah, we're very excited about that. But a brand new shirt. You'll hear about it on the show, I'm sure, tomorrow as well. But yes, brand new shirt. Get it now and check out all the other great oh. shirts. Great football shirts over there right now at. Uh, Hobson Dex, that's on my tees. Did you ask her about making a Freight Train of Destiny t-shirt? Oh, not yet. I need to. I yeah. will. Yeah. That's a great call. That's like yeah. now. She made you a she made you a unicorn. Unicorn squad t-shirt? Squad shirt. She yeah. did? Yeah. I'll send it to you. <laughs> that's awesome. 
<laughs> Have you posted it yet? Not yet. We'll post it. Yeah, well, fuck okay. it. We'll put it up tomorrow, too. Yeah, you can buy yeah. a Unicorn Squad t-shirt, yeah. too. Fuck yeah, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. I dig it. I yeah. dig it. All right, uh, let's get out of here. All right. We are out of here. See you. <laughs>